Very special edition here on the Big Fight Weekend podcast feed. Looking forward to everything that's going to happen with the trilogy fight. Canelo Alvarez and Triple G. Gennady Golovkin about to do battle in Las Vegas. And the man that will be on the call along with Sergio Mora, Chris Mannix, everybody with DAZN and the coverage uh, of of what's going to happen here with Canelo and Triple G is Todd Grisham. He is back aboard here on the podcast. And full disclosure, he is making time for us before he heads out to Vegas here in a little while. You're even in route right now uh, in transport mode in the vehicle. Uh, You said, what time do you need me? I said, I need you at a certain time. You said, I'm in the car. Is that good? I said, of course it's good because you're Todd Grisham. How you been? (laughs) Hey, doing great. And thanks for not uh, throwing a shot at me about my Atlanta Falcons blowing it in week Uh, one. And you're taking the big box with Appreciate it. Not going to bring that up. Was not going to yeah. bring that up. You brought that up on your own, such as life for the uh, for the Falcons and the uh, Buccaneers. By the way, get a chance to pay back those Saints this weekend on your behalf yes. there in Atlanta. Thank so you. Share that for me. See what happens there on that one. Okay, so uh, this is no ordinary weekend, obviously, for a lot of different weekends and a lot of different reasons uh, for this weekend. Canelo Alvarez just brings something else to it, and now you've got a trilogy third. A fight, a second rematch with Gennady Golovkin. Uh, we're still a few days away at the time we're doing this interview. How amped are you, Todd Grisham? I am I am amped. As you can tell, or as you can see with the world of boxing, you never get these fights. Crawford Spence, is it going to happen? Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia, is it going to happen? Well, this is going to happen for the third time. This is a fight the fans have been clamoring for, and I'm, I'm glad that it's not quite past its expiration date. Although it was close, because you can see the odds. A lot of people think Canelo's going to handle business. So along those lines, let's just pick it up right there. It's a fight that, for various reasons, did not happen over the last couple of years when a lot of people wanted it. Golovkin now 40. We've seen him at uh, the last couple of bouts, including fighting Murata earlier this year. Uh, clearly, we all slow down. We don't want to admit this, right, Todd? But we all slow down as you start to get older. But he's now 40, which in boxing terms, that's older, if not old. So let's begin right there. Are we concerned with what kind of Triple G we will see at 40 years of age in this one? I think so. If you watched his last fight against Murata, those body shots were hurting. I mean, even Zarameta a couple fights ago. If you touch Gennady Golovkin to the body, he gets hurt. And as you get older, Sergio Mora said this all the time. He's like, you just can't take that pain anymore like you could when you're younger. It just hurts physically too much. And I think if Canelo who's a masterful body puncher, just hones in on that body, that 40-year-old shop-worn body of Gennady Golovkin, he can get him out of there. You know, and then when you get to Grisham's age and my age, you just hurt from, like, sleeping, being in the bed or doing whatever else. I'll speak for Hey, Todd, how'd you, how'd you hurt your shoulder? Yeah. Well, I was picking up the remote, and yes. I, I was reaching for the Dr. Pepper. And, right. Yeah. Slept wrong. Yeah, that's mine uh, too as well. We're not the same as the elite athletes that we will see. All right, so you mentioned for Canelo, body attack. Uh, Okay, let's let's bring it back to the previous two fights. How much, because one of them was obviously September 2017, five years ago. The other one came a year later, four years ago. How much relevance is there from the fact that these two guys had 24 rounds with each other, but it was four or five years ago, Todd? What would you say? I would say that... If you're watching the progression, Canelo got better in the second fight. Triple G, I wouldn't say got worse, but Canelo improved. Triple G did not. 
So if you carry that momentum forward and say, well, four years later, how much has Canelo improved and how much has Triple G regressed? You can look at it from that, that standpoint. However, you can also, if you're a Gennady Golovkin fan, say, look, man, we clearly beat him the first time. It was a gift. And we even think we got him the second time. It should have at least been a draw. So you can say there, what well, we beat him twice. Why don't we have the formula to beat him again? That's the question. Uh, no doubt. Uh, we'll see how relevant it is. And clearly both guys were able to land significant shots and both guys took a big shot in those, in those two fights and those 24 rounds. And we'll see if that still remains the same and remains intact. As we talk with Todd Grisham here of DAZONE and the coverage coming uh, off of DAZONE of the trilogy fight between Canelo <laughs> and uh, Triple G as uh, this one will take place in Las Vegas. So give us an idea of what this is like for you. We're kind of in the midweek. You're doing your preparation. As I mentioned, you're getting ready to head to Las Vegas. How much previous did you watch both of these fights recently, both of the previous fights recently, or will you to study up a little more on these two tactically and what they did in the previous fights? Kind of take us through your midweek and heading towards the weekend and what you're preparing for and how. Well, the zone has done a great job with content for this fight. So, you know, you watch the, the, the build-up shows, you watch the recaps of the previous fight shows. So I'm pretty dialed in on, uh, on everything. I'm, I'm not the analyst like Sergio Mora is where he needs to break down the footwork. And then the, you know, that's kind of their job. I'm more the big picture guy. I'm more the storyteller. And uh, I like to react more on the fly than have a lot of pre-rehearsed stuff. So I kind of do video, um, Video, video and prep different than those guys. I'm, I'm writing down notes about storylines. I'm writing about notes about, you know, what's going on in their life and inside and outside the ring, things that's going to affect them, things that, you know, people will find interesting during some maybe some of the slow parts of the fight. But I, I don't really think there's going to be a lot of slow parts. So <laughs> any prep that I'm doing, you're probably not even going to hear it. Interesting. Just get ready to call the event. Okay, so along those lines for the big picture things, uh, we know that Canelo lost his last time out, first time he had lost in, what, seven or eight years since the Mayweather lost, uh, to Dimitri Bivol. Uh, all right, so you you were on the call for that fight. He had to move up in weight to light heavyweight, obviously, from 168 to 175. What do you think that means now that he's back at 168 to fight Golovkin? I mean, it is a loss. It probably sticks with him a little bit, but what do you think that it ultimately means here for coming up Saturday night for uh, Canelo Alvarez? Well, if you listen to him and to his camp, it didn't mean anything. He chased greatness. He's one of the few fighters today that will do that sort of thing. They'll, they'll take big risks and, and try and to make history. He went up. It didn't work out for him. I mean, he wasn't blown out. He was clearly beaten. But he's going to say, I'm fighting at least one, if not two weight classes ahead. And if I landed those same punches against Golovkin, I think I'd blast him out of there. That's his mentality. The other side is, bro, he hasn't had a loss since Floyd Mayweather. How's he going to handle it? And also, you've seen in the press conferences, I've never seen Canelo this amped. I mean, Caleb Plant got under his skin. You know, they had that little scuffle. But Canelo's saying things like, I'm going to end this guy's career. There's no way this goes to distance. Usually, he's more humble. And, you know, if I get the knockout, that's great. If it comes, it comes. But he has guaranteed that he will knock out Triple G and end his career. And a big part of that goes all the way back to the failed drug test in and around uh, fight number one, I believe it was. And at this point, Golovkin's uh, crew basically labeled him a cheater. So, I mean, there's bad blood going back four or five years uh, on this. 
that helps sell. We we love we love angles. We love selling it. That's that's obviously going to help sell uh, for this fight. Couple yeah. more, couple more here for Todd Grisham. I know he's busy. He's getting ready to head to Vegas here and be part of Fight Week, and he'll be on the coverage again with Sergio Mora and Chris Mannix on the call of this one on Saturday. Let the fans know what is this like to sit in a room with these guys, especially two guys that are Hall of Famers like this. When you're in the room in the fighter meetings, what is that like? It all depends on how the weight cuts go uh, you, and when we interview them. Sometimes we interview them before they weigh in, sometimes afterwards. So before weigh-in, they're, they're usually much more uh, on edge, and they usually don't want to talk as much because they're so fatigued and, and dehydrated. Afterwards, it's usually much better, but there's some guys that are always in great moods and some guys that always aren't in great moods. And Canelo is always very professional. He, he thinks about his answers, and now that he speaks in English – um, it's, it's helped him immensely, at least with the English media, English speaking media for triple G. The last time I called one of his fights, man, he was, he was not the smiley guy. He was the angry guy. He didn't want to talk to many people. He didn't want to do many interviews. So it'll be interesting to see how he is this week. Uh, and how Canelo is, is Canelo still going to have that rage that I saw from him a couple months ago when they announced that fight, or is he now kind of more into typical Canelo fight week mode? Uh, I'll have to let you know afterwards because you never know exactly what's what you're going to get with these guys. More with Todd in just a moment. We want to remind you that we're brought to you in part on the Big Fight Weekend podcast feed by PPV.com with Canelo Triple G3 coming this Saturday night from Las Vegas. We want you to stream it live on PPV.com. This bout is obviously the third and final fight in this trilogy, and PPV.com is the most interactive way to stream the pay-per-view with live chats and fan react videos, English and Spanish feeds, no subscriptions required ever. And if you haven't experienced it on PPV.com, Canelo Triple G3 is the perfect time to get in on all the fun. It's the biggest fight remaining this year, the third and final in the trilogy. The first flight was obviously a draw. The first fight was obviously a draw, controversial second decision that Canelo won. Now it's four years later. They're back again. And PPV.com also has a special sweepstakes contest going on, a chance for you to win two incredible prizes. Get two tickets plus hotel and airfare to an upcoming PPV.com event and a chance to get a signed glove from both Canelo and Triple G. Go to PPV.com and get the full rules and details on how to enter the contest. Again, Canelo versus Triple G3. It is Saturday night. It is streaming live on PPV.com. Order now. Check them out. PPV.com. Uh, we do know this. I was just at AT&T Stadium with the Buccaneers and the Cowboys, as we joked about at the beginning of the interview. And obviously you were there with your crew with DeZone for Canelo's win over Billy Joe Saunders now about a year and a half ago, May of last year. First of all, what was that like in that setting? Broke the indoor attendance record ever for a boxing match in North America. What was that like to call that fight that night, that Canelo fight? That was incredible. One of the highlights of my career. It felt like uh, WrestleMania. You know, they always sell at a big football stadium and it's a party atmosphere. And I mean, you had all these people who hadn't really done anything since COVID hit. And this was the first like, you know, they dropped almost all the restrictions. No one's wearing a mask. And man, it was just an all out Mexican fiesta. And then you had the English fans that figured out how to get there as well. And they're always drinking. So it was just a <laughs> raucous environment, a really good fight. You know, Billy Joe Saunders was in that thing till the end. And uh, it was just an overall great broadcast. And like I said, one of the highlights of my career. 
Love it. And so now play it forward to what do we anticipate this will be like? Canelo always draws huge crowds. It's Mexican Independence Day weekend. We know it'll be a partisan for him when they when they fire up the mariachi band, et cetera, for the ring walk. We know it's going to be partisan for him. What do you think this will be like? What do you think the atmosphere, the pre-fight before that first bell, what do you think it's going to be like? I think, well, I I said this a couple minutes ago. I don't really know if it, is it going to be like it was a few weeks ago where Canelo's getting right in his face and, you know, trying to, you know, mean mug him the whole time? Is it going to be relaxed? Triple G's always a wild card. Um, Triple G's very confident. He doesn't understand why everybody thinks he's going to lose. And if you're a Triple G fan, you can get great odds on Triple G winning this fight. So I'm just as interested as you are to see what it feels like. Sometimes you think a, a fight like the Bevol fight, for instance, that energy was not good. In the arena, it didn't feel like a typical Canelo fight. It was more like everyone thought he was going to win. There was no real story. Bivol's not a character. He didn't have any fans there. You know, we didn't even play the, his Russian national anthem. He had to say, you know, he's from another country, wherever he's born. I don't know. But it just didn't feel like the normal Canelo environment. So I'm hoping with this fight, we'll get that feeling back. Well, we will see if that is the case. Again, DeZone will have it from Matchroom Boxing. It will be Canelo Alvarez. Gennady Golovkin for the third time. The trilogy fight is Saturday night on DAZN and on pay-per-view. Todd Grisham on the call, again, with Sergio Mora, Chris Mannix, and company. You're always good to spend a few minutes with me. You cram this interview in and trying to run around and get out of town and get to Las Vegas. Thank you, my friend. I always appreciate it whenever I get the chance to chat with you. Have a great call on Saturday night. I'll be watching from the Big Easy in New Orleans with a few others to see what happens here. I'm looking forward to it. I know you're looking forward to calling whatever's going to happen with Canelo and Triple G. Thank you, Todd Grisham. Yeah, hey, let me get your prediction on the record. What's going to happen? I think uh, along the same lines as you, I think that Canelo is younger. I think he's more motivated, and I think he gets a stoppage win, probably a late TKO. I know you're calling the fight. you got to be more down the middle, but I think ultimately this is Canelo's night. Let's see what happens. I'll be thinking about you. You know that's for sure. Todd, thank you, brother. Have a good one, TJ.